your opinion, what would you like to be remembered for? It don't matter. I don't care. Because you got people that like me, you got people that don't. I don't give a fuck. I got action figures. I've been in movies. I got DVDs. I'm on YouTube. I'll live for fucking ever. I got little kids that come to me and tell me that I'm their favorite wrestler. They're nine years old. I'm like, and when did you decide I was your favorite wrestler? It was like, I saw you on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care what they think of me. I don't give a Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Well, we have a lot of black Anglo-Saxons. Their skin is black, but their brain is white. When I get real mad at them, I call them graham crackers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. Copyright Infringement himself, the Petty Messiah, and the big man, the big man and the medium-sized man are here, and we have a show for you. Man, if, yeah. that, if that instrumental don't move you, kiss my ass, and, and don't even worry about listening to the rest of this show. This show is dedicated hey, to the... Go ahead. Roll that instrumental for the rest of the show like a new Jack match. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, no, I'm not no. against it. I, I, I can't I can't do that. <laughs> why, why? Why? We run shit here. Why can't you do it? Explain yourself. Inadvertently, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, you're about to get two doses of the blackest show you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> in the yeah. same sitting season, everybody. We, uh, if, yeah. if you don't know, at the top of the show, the quote that I gave is an actual quote from a great man. A great Mr. man. Paul Mooney. Yeah, another great man that has passed away. This show is dedicated to the uh, the life and memory of uh, of both uh, New Jack, Jerome Young, and also the late great Paul Mooney of uh, comedy yes, yes. fame. You know what I'm saying? So New Jack was a uh, we 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 can say this. A lot of people can't, and he and maybe maybe New Jack actually was a friend of a lot of people, and that's cool. Because his persona definitely did not dictate that, but he was definitely a friend of Broken Pencil Booking Company, Pro Wrestling Podcast, and Radio Show Infusing Hip Hop. He loved our fucking work. He loved our work, and and we Thanks. love him for that. And we uh, love him. Yeah, man. It's uh, we we found out this was a uh, Friday just before SmackDown went on the air. We found out that he passed away of a heart attack at the age of fifty eight. Uh, our condolences to his wife Jen and his kids and their kids. Uh, man, just uh, and, and of course all his friends and family in the wrestling industry. But yeah, man, this is this is for Jack and uh, this is for Paul Mooney. So there's that. Um, so I, in the spirit of fairness, we should warn you now. We own one today. Uh-oh. Yeah, straight like that. 
We on one so hard. I'm not even pause. This toward my appearances. Pause. Oh my god. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. Yeah. It's for New Jack. <laughs> we we gonna title this Black Lesnar for charity. I mean, it's for New Jack. I can't charge for this. It's a charity show. How it's a memorial show. I say, man, uh, uh, most of you don't have privy to the Broken Pencil uh, taste fair. I literally said, you know what? I'll be there for the New Jack show. It was crazy. Is like I, I'm I'm already like halfway choked up. That really actually choked me up. Like, oh my god, we ain't got it. We ain't have to bargain for Black Lesnar no more. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. No, not not for today. Not today. Mm, I'm gonna give you a bonus appearance. Damn it! I'm here. Swab, whose side are you on? <laughs> I had opportunity, I'm man. I walk, I'm, on, I, I'm on the side of truth, so I don't want you to misunderstand what's being said. At the way you're going, you're on the side of our truth. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, look. Don't get twisted. It's still three shows left. This one doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to save you for when the other shoe drops. Just you know, hey, yeah. <laughs> when you step, you, there's one shoe and then there's the other one. Don't forget that other foot. <laughs> there's another shoe. I still got my foot up in the air, swinging it like Sandman. Damn. Oh shit. All right, and that's that's not ECW say man for those of you that are no, no. lost right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Too, again, blackness. Yeah. Shout out to Showtime at the Apollo Sandman. Man, man. Oh my God, yeah. I, I, I smell a I smell a classic brewing. We, it's we, happening. we, we are we always we right always have that. And 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 outside of all of the uh, the, the festivities we were talking about beforehand, we, this one's loaded. This this one's loaded like 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 New Jack's predicted death. <laughs> he he said he wanted to go out in a, in a wheelchair, <laughs> snorting coke. This one's loaded like that. <laughs> in my mind, I wonder. Nah, 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 we're not going to do that. No, 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 it's New Jack. It's New Jack. I want him to go out the exact way that he wanted to. If he could have went out in the ring, I think he would have. Hey, on the real, on the real, I think, because if you remember January of 2020, he was supposed to come to Dallas for VIP. Shouts out Lou Gotti. And uh, mm-hmm. he had a, a very nasty ankle injury and had surgery and couldn't walk. And uh, he got healed up, and dark side happened. Let me let yeah. me let me go ahead and, and wax poetic on the broken pencil. We had the uh, the first interview prior to that aired prior to the actual dark side of the ring episode. It actually happened the night before the show aired, and, uh, and 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 you can you can check your googles on that one. That's us. But uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, re- we're gonna uh, send that episode back out in the circulation just so everybody can. We, we actually might promote, we actually might promote that one um like big time so that's another conversation at any rate um jack was supposed to come with, oh, no, hold, hold, jack was supposed the to come guy MC couldn't say it on 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 target wait wait hold, 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 hold your thought hold your thought for a second jack was supposed to come to texas i got a feeling that if jack were still here with the fact that everybody's opening up like the world's opening back up again I have a feeling that he probably would have had a bigger resurgence than, dare I say, Sting for someone yeah. of his age, because yeah. the, the the fandom, the like polarizing. Either you loved him completely or you hated him with all your heart. 
There was no in between. There was nobody who's like, who was New Jack? No, you knew him and you either loved him or you knew him and you hated him. It's all it was. I mean, one of our most viral posts in the last quarter was us posting trying to get New Jack at AEW. <laughs> like, like pe- people absolutely, and then Jack laughed about it and, and kind of sent some shit to the side. But everybody else was like, no, you can't get New Jack. We just put out the general idea that he should be there. Hey, that and right. people were like, oh my God, no. Hey. And it went viral. Little, little known fact, little known fact, that post created a private conversation that was going to be get. <laughs> Another New Jack podcast produced by this team here, Man. outside of the one that he had that kind of fizzled out. I don't know what happened with that one. I, I'm thinking he wasn't feeling it. No, he just said he didn't have enough, have enough time to knock out episodes on a regular basis. Got you. Okay, but we, yeah, we things were brewing over here with it, man. We and I, I hate, I hate that for 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 the world because they, there was so much more to New Jack than that. But anyway, glad you were saying on a podcast on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we'd have, we'd have come up with some shit on the cool. It's 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 synergy because we would have turned him into wrestling's Paul Mooney. Like if you remember how Paul Mooney <laughs> had his segments on the Chappelle Show, yeah. that's what we would have done for him here. Ask a ja- ask a Jack dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ask New Jack. Square business. Yeah. But okay, fantasy book. Can you imagine in AEW <laughs> since they're they're about to debut trios title? So I don't kind of step bury the lead on that, but. Eddie Kingston, Moxley, and New Jack as a trio. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who, who's the heater? I wonder if Jack they would have actually J- gotten natural born killers cleared. It's no, no. There's, oh, oh, Khan would have dropped out for that. It's, yeah. But it's yeah, uh, think about it. Who would have been the heater though? Would Jack would, would Jack have been the heater, or would have been Mox? Jack, Mox, <laughs> Mox fighting with uh, natural born killers in the background. <laughs> yeah, bruh, bruh. Yeah, if, if for nothing else, just to pay homage, they should do that next week. That's a, that. I, I like it. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. You were saying something about about Paul Heyman though, uh, Petty. So Heyman was able to say his words, which I didn't expect anybody except Paul Heyman to speak on New Jack. He was the only one that, that should have spoken on New Jack, mm-hmm. and I wish at that moment that Paul Heyman had been black. So he could have said what he wanted to say. Well, <laughs> well, well. On that, on that note, Jim Cornette did that, and Jim Cor- Jim Cornette actually. <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. <laughs> no, he, right. He did that. He didn't I'm do sure that. He didn't do that. <laughs> but he, he did, did that. The damn thing. He didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no one. No one's going to do that. Yeah. Jim Jim Cornette on uh, was it Cornette's uh, drive through? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he. Uh, he actually said basically the same thing you said, with the exception of he gave all the props to Paul Heyman, saying if anybody was going to be able to do it that way, it's Paul Heyman. He's he's quite the, the savant with words. Yeah, and um, I mean, he's going to have to and, figure out a way to get it in there without it being in there. Paul, you knew what you were trying to say. Paul did it in <laughs> three minutes. He did it in three minutes. Huh? Like, and it was yeah. man, it was uh, that that was a very moving tribute, very moving. And as he threw up the X. If I threw up the X, I'm sure y'all did too. If y'all saw it, that that y'all threw up the X with Paul Heyman, I had to. I mean, I had to. It's it's, it's New Jack. Man, it, <laughs> it, it just the X symbolizes too much. It's New Jack. It's Des Bryant. It's Wakanda. It's everything that we support. <laughs> it's the sign it's that the they trifecta. give when somebody's really injured on the side of the ring. When it when it got real, you threw the X. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, yeah. 
That, yes. that is New Jack. <laughs> That's a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> when you see that, somebody come running. <laughs> yep. It's not yep. a performance anymore. This is not an entertainment. This man is down. That's the He's been band. thrown from up off a of scaffolding and he has bounced off the top rope and he's now on the floor. <laughs> You're right. And on that note, man, we got a, we got a lot to get into. So let's go ahead and uh, and start hopping into this real quick. Uh, Backlash was last Sunday. We had we played a little game, but you know who ain't gonna win. Backlash was actually halfway decent. Sands won. <laughs> just I just well, uh, you're, being, you're being quite you're being quite generous, but yeah, these de- decent. I mean, that could be a C plus or a B minus, like depending on how on your perspective. Well, uh, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Was it was it that good? Though? I'm t- I'm tired of us saying that. We should not have to keep saying this about wrestling. We're cop we're cop we're so, copping please so about, about what we're this. talking let's about. Let's talk about the thing that we're talking about, <laughs> so we can stop being vague. First right. and foremost, never again in the history in the in the history of of wrestling, things such as the gobbledygooker, the the shocker, and, and things like that that come into play oh, when we talk about the nonsense. Yeah. The shock mask that comes into play when we talk about the nonsense that took place. And backlash. First and foremost, that match by itself, had it just been a regular match, probably would have been amazing. What we're and talking that's crazy, about is the. Uh, I'm saying that about Miz. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about is the Miz versus Damian Priest in the Lumberjack match, and the Lumberjacks were zombies. Uh, so to promote a movie, but I get that. I understand their partnerships and people. You know, you do stuff. Okay, Army of the Dead. So you want zombies? Here is here's my whole issue and. If someone can find a way to explain this to me, I'll let it go. True. Damian Priest picked the stipulation of a lumberjack match, right or wrong? Yes. That- I believe he did. So in a situation where you pick the stipulation and the stipulation involves additional people, why would you then not select those people? Because at Backlash, Damian Priest and The Miz had to fight off zombies. Why would I choose people to be at ringside that I have to fight too? Just not. just to promote a movie. <laughs> because all you're then doing, I'm not all, in. all you're doing, <laughs> lazy, is, you're burying Damian Priest. What in the Dexter Loomis is going on around here? You're burying Damian Priest for the, for the sake of on, collecting yeah. a check, and that's not the, that's not the business. You, you, you don't you don't want to bury one of your top talents who's not even being perceived as a top talent because who he's been in the ring with for the last four four months. This is a few this hey. has been going on. Hey, it's WrestleMania backlash is over with. Just just don't <laughs> don't don't suspend don't suspend logic because hey, when you do that you suspend the uh, the <laughs> you cut off the suspension of disbelief. And let's let's you suspend the investment of time. You slap that too. Face we we with the nonsense we, doing. we didn't get New Day. We didn't get uh Street Profits. We didn't get uh RK Bro. At the expense of having Damian Priest versus The Miz in the lumberjack match with zombies, to which Bray Wyatt replies on Twitter, "Miss me yet?" Ah, oh, be- yeah. With that, we absolutely do. But they don't book you much better, bro. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> take a take a seat. They they have they have ruined what we were supposed to be building. Now just chill. Sit this out. The Mysterios are the first father son tag team champions in the history of professional wrestling. Oh, I'm sorry. In the history oh, of okay. the WWE. Let me stop you before we do that. We gotta uh, send out um, get well soon wishes to the Miz, who yes. apparently, according to reports, has torn his ACL, which is the first documented legit injury from the Miz in his entire career, which is an accomplishment within itself. The problem is 
this ain't the time for in his career for this type of injury because he's damn near 40 and it's, I, I i had an acl ripped off the bone just before i turned 40 five this is almost six years ago and saturday was the first time i was able to run up a flight of stairs unassisted since that happened bruh well, if anybody has set themselves up for, you know what, man, I can't go in the ring no more, but I got a whole career, it's Miz. Facts. Big facts. Factuals. Factuals. I want him to get well soon, but I also want him to consider the <laughs> the possibilities. A- announcing authority figure on Raw, uh, B-level game show host on other other uh, platforms. Like, he he should Ambassador. not have any problems. Yeah, Legend all of that. <laughs> All of the above. He should have no problem earning a, a continuous check. You have been the Miz since 1999. <laughs> this is a fact. When you are <laughs> oh, yeah, the I, real world. I don't want. I don't want it to be over for him if he's not ready for it to be over. But at the same time, yeah, he. If anybody's laid enough groundwork to be more than valuable while not in the ring. He is on that list. He had two WWE title reigns, one of which was only to to, to be a transitional champion. The other one, it lasted a few months, and he did the damn thing with that title. One of one of the top five Intercontinental champions ever. Uh, I can I can I can probably I can probably co-sign that. It it, it it's not the fact of his skill or or the matches that he had more so than what it was when he had the belt at the time he had the belt during one of his reigns. That 2015, 2016 era during, uh, or it was, oh, no, that's 16, like 17, 18, like around talking smack and all that type of stuff when he was in, uh, in Damien, uh, Damien, uh, Daniel Bryan's ear and when he, when he got in his head, that whole, uh-huh. that whole time frame, because he, he went from like the heel that everybody hated to the heel that people wanted to cheer because of, out of respect for what he did. I actually, I really liked the, his run that was before that. So that probably would be 16, 17. When you think, with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. When they first, when they first brought back the brand, brand split with SmackDown and Raw and did the draft and Miz ended up on SmackDown as Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's that's probably, that's the era I'm talking about right there. So yeah. So we're on yeah. the same page. Well, he, he's got a break. He, he's like, uh, he's champ. He loses it. And then when he goes to SmackDown, he ends up getting it back because whoever they put it on, it didn't really work out to the same level. But still, it was like it was a, it was still a run, though. He still had a run with that belt during that whole time frame. Like that's yeah, that, that's it's, the, it's the it's the same conversation we had about Karrion Cross having two title reigns. Like, did he did he have to win it twice? Did he beat two people for it? <laughs> <laughs> Two different title runs, but this is in the same stretch of time, minus about six months. There you go. Um, Rhea Ripley defeats Charlotte Flair and Oscar uh, uh, again. Uh, just uh, we talked about it earlier. The Mysterios are the first ever father son tag team champions. Uh, Bianca Belair defeats Bailey. Um, Bobby Lashley is still <laughs> Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley Bobo. defeats. Uh, uh, Braun Strowman and, and Drew McIntyre and, and also reinvents himself as the new godfather. We'll talk about that in a second. And Roman Reigns uh, defeated Cesaro in the hell of a match by technical submission. Listen, that match is worth it. I, you got to go back and watch that match. Um, and I, it, Did Cesaro get injured or was, or was that all uh, a work? Because it... it I th- go ahead. I think, I think he might that one's all a work, but I think Strowman actually did get injured. Okay. I think Strowman like, cracked or broke a rib or that's what I'm reading. He did. So he did. He did actually break some ribs. Yeah. Well. So uh, here's the thing. Here's Out of the, the whole thing. night, if you had to pick one, what was the match of the night? 
Easy. Here's the thing. Easy. It's the Roman Reigns match. No, no question. No. Right. No. <laughs> no. That was cool. I like the psychology of <laughs> it. And they put on the clinic. For fun factor, I actually liked uh, the triple threat. Now, so so that I mean, triple threats are always going to be fun. My thing is, I'm tired of them. Like you, we had um, a triple threat for the title. Uh, like, like this is a do over from WrestleMania. Like you had that for SmackDown. Now we got it for Raw. Like, why? Strowman was there, so so Drew wouldn't have to take another L. But Drew should have been in the match to begin with. Create create a new a new challenger. I mean, they they technically kind of did on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. I mean, when you when you think of when you think about the challengers for well Monday on Monday they created a, 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 a challenger we didn't even see coming. And who? Kofi. Kofi. There we go. All right, let it be known. We didn't even I'm see just, that I'm coming. Saying, you could have done that the night after WrestleMania. You really now, you don't you don't you don't, want, you don't want Bobby taking no L's to set up a challenge. You know you, you know why they few. didn't do it after WrestleMania. Because you know, because Vincent Kennedy McMahon likes men over the height of six five. I'm not even gonna say pause after that. <laughs> well, I mean, Bobby That's, Lashley's like six two, six three. So no, no, I, I ain't talking about him. Hey, oh. look, let's get Drew and let's get Braun out there and yeah. let him fight Bobby. <laughs> you know, no. that's like a that? that's a great no. Vince. That's a great Vince impression right there. That that's is. A, that's I know that uh, like I, it's, <laughs> it's one of those situations where. You can tell that there's still that that old bastion of hold on to this mindset because it was fun. It was fun watching them almost kill each other. It was fun watching him throw Bobby through the LED screen. I was like, okay, this is nice. Wait a minute, are you actually gonna let one of these two win the title off of off of Bobby? Speaking was, of Bobby, he wasn't no. Speaking of Bobby, go ahead. <laughs> we had the M the MVPIMP show up on Monday Night Raw Monday. Bobby came out with Bobby came out with a locomotive, and uh, and that caboose was real. Yep, yep, yep. If you look, if you look, some diversity, some talent. Two spots over from Bobby's left hand. There, there was some talent to be seen. All I'm saying, I know is it was five rep- people <laughs> with him. Representation matters. I mean, it was five people with him. I was looking at the the right hand side of my screen you, the entire time. You don't you don't want to. Uh, in a world of cancel culture, which we'll talk about that here in a second as well. In a world of cancel culture, you don't want to objectify women on a broadcast, right? <laughs> But what if they do it to themselves? Uh, no, we're not objectifying. No, all, job, all that's I'm, the job. They're all we're saying is tired for the night. Look, all we're saying is that we're we're um, we're we're effective affected in a positive way that there is some diversity on WWE television. We are applauding the appearance of a different build and hue of woman. The Broken Pencil Booking Company would like to thank the WWE for their diversity understanding. That's it. That's Just it. A, we had I all nice so, way to say it. We had all I'd shades. Also, we had all sizes. That's it. That's all it's representation. All. I would like to thank MVP for po- for possibly being the the talent the scout for these these acquisitions. 
Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. no, you're not gonna, you're not about to cancel or meet you us. Like no, we, no, <laughs> no. Our conduct, our conduct is above reproach. We are celebrating diversity. What, We're celebrating inclusion. What kind of pro- programming do you think we have here? <laughs> Yeah, who do you think we are? <laughs> this is lowbrow entertainment. We I don't are, understand. We are here. Oh man, what's wrong with you people? Uh, who are you calling you people? Diversity. Who is you people? Um, what do you mean, you people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about cancel culture, WWE has let go of some more talent. And, uh, Perfect the, segue on the NXT yeah. side. And man, and we found we found out something too. What did he shout? We found out that the uh, before we go into the who behind the what, who we found out that apparently if you're an NXT, your no compete isn't ninety days. Your no compete is thirty days. Shorter money, shorter restrictions. It's the I mean, we can't hold you for 90 days for you to be able to get out there and make your money. My thing is, it's the you, same company, but, you know, hey, who who am I? Nah, you, you, hey, you were barely working when we had you under contract. No, but you, you remember wow. what I told you about the difference between NXT television and, air quotes, main roster television? That's a NXT perfect NXT television example. is more exciting? Besides that, that's from a fan standpoint. From a business it's standpoint. more entertaining from a writing standpoint? Oh my. Mm, not so much these yeah, days. Right. Yeah, right. But over, overall, the value of the actual television time is not considered to be the same. No, um, that's Monday why they didn't look Fridays, at That's prime real estate, prime placement. On mm-hmm. Wednesdays, that is now Tuesdays. It's not so much. And your appearances can be more sporadic. You're still in the training phase. You're making far less money. You're not you. Your downside guarantee, if you have one, is still you know probably substantial. But you're not in that. You know, I'm signing for a half million dollars over you know per year over the next five type situation it's you're like, probably there for three it's not about to the same as somebody that work in customer service facts you got enough to function yeah i i would air to say on the low end somebody is catching 50 to 65 to come rest a year that's the that's the other thing we need to find out. Like, what's what's the NXT money? Yeah, we need, I want to I want to see the sliding scale. You know what I'm saying? Like that sliding yeah. scale. Yeah, it's like because naturally, because honestly, no one has ever exposed how much they they got like per bag. You know, other than Lesnar, and that's only because his bag was a weekly a weekly cash out of one million per show. One million. One million dollars. Of the American dollar. Of the American dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget all of the American dollars. Would you like to give it to me in cash? <laughs> so, I think with NXT, I doubt, I would doubt anybody there, with the exception of Karen, is seeing six figures. I mean, Maybe about I don't know, because then I'm looking at uh, Balor probably had six figures because he got it. Balor, you know, Balor had you know, six figures because he he was he was on and then he came over. You know what I mean? I mean, but also right. so was Adam Cole. But I, I also no no I ain't talking no Adam Cole wasn't main roster on and then came back to NXT. Adam oh Cole oh, oh I'm sorry yeah yeah you, you talking about you talking about back back to NXT after already being okay. in NXT. I'm talking he was because we have Finn Balor on every brand. There's been Finn Balor at SmackDown. There's been Finn Balor Raw. There's been Finn Balor NXT. 
Right. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's been Finn Balor UK. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right. There was on on one appearance. On one I, appearance. I wouldn't. I would even argue he's not the. Now he's making main roster six figure figures. Yeah. But when I look at people like Gargano, Ciampa, Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, they all have to be making at least NXT six figures. Which I, it makes so we, we talking under might be 150. Three. Yeah, like 150. Yeah. 175 downside guarantee. Then you I make. Feel like, I feel like Balor's like 375, 450, and Carrion might be a clean two just because they needed to get him over there. And he is negotiating. Dude, we should be, be able right. to Google this. All right, so well, yeah. we we should be able to, but I, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be out there. Let me run down these list of people that were, that were let go on uh, on Wednesday or well, this week, rather, from NXT. Alexander Wolf. So now that means Nikki Cross is the uh, and Killian Dane only two people from Sanity left uh, in in, uh, in WWE. Um, we also have Ezra Judge, um, which is a, which is strange because he's he's the perfect he, he's the the Vince McMahon prototype person uh, in terms of body yeah. and, and stature. Skylar Story, Vanessa Bourne, uh, Jessamine Duke, which is a surprise. Um, Kavita Devi and Drake Wirtz, aka Jake. Oh, well, actually, uh, Jake Clemens also cut, but Drake Wirtz, the referee who we talked about a few episodes back, also cut. That said, worst case scenario. That said, here's your worst case scenario. Out of there, you bitch. It's also been confirmed by multiple sites, but not by WWE, which is surprising. The release of Patrick Clark, aka the Velveteen Dream. All this stemming from allegations and uh, illicit conduct uh, because of some very seedy pictures to underage male youth. I don't care your sexual orientation, I care about you involving minors. Factual. And yeah, I mean, the fact the fact that it go. took this long is is like you as a company you want to distance yourself far away from this as you can. And we saw that by the fact that Velveteen Dream was missing for months, showed up for one or two days, and then that was that. Um, there was nothing that he was gonna, nothing he's going to do to bounce back from this. I, I honestly don't even see him popping up on independent scene. I, I think his his wrestling days are done. I'm willing to bet. Somebody's gonna take a flyer just because it's the way things are around here. Like, yeah, somebody's gonna take a flyer. All right. Um, I guess we can leave it at that. You're right. Like, I don't. I, I'm not saying it in a way to condone it. I just we've seen it. You know. Right on. Now, what about um, what about this uh? Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking at this agenda. I'm, I'm thinking out loud, actually. So, my, don't mind me. Evolution still a mystery. Ah. Some, some of you, it's a mystery. <laughs> what, what's your take, man? Even so, Marie's back in <laughs> WWE. No one cares. It, it's my take that Hot Girl Summer is, is rapidly approaching, and um, without some drastic adjustments. The women's revolution is about to undergo a facelift and a tummy tuck. Wow! So we're about to go back. To, we're, we're, we're going back to divas again. I mean, we are. We're already going backwards at, in terms of 
<laughs> we're going backwards in terms of who's in charge of talent relations. We're not moving forward. We're going backwards. So you need to look at that person's track record and the type of talent they were signing, and it'll give you a fair outlook on what's coming. There have been some vi some visible transformations in a couple of pieces of talent, uh, namely Bailey and Shayna Baszler over the last probably six months to a year. They uh, hold on one second here. Okay, they they look slimmer and not nearly as muscular, while more toned, which was also the diva the diva uh, mo back in the early two thousands or mid two thousands. Um, well, yeah, at best that was probably a suggestion, but that comes with dieting and exercising anyway. I mean, at some point you're gonna lean out. Like Bailey, <laughs> I mean, it's Bailey. Bailey always looked like. If you see Bailey in person, she probably looks mad different than she does on TV. I'm sure they all do. But Shayna, Shayna was like yoked up for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shayna so had she some was hanging chicks from the neck. Yeah, she, at, uh, she had some mass. Chamber. Yeah, she had some body mass on her, right? And, and more so muscle yeah. mass than anything else. Yeah, and I think what it is is it's just they they got a more relaxed because when you're on the road and you're working out, you're gonna hit it hit it heavy, hit it fast, and then you got to be on the show in the next week or the next two three days. That's probably all it is. They got a relaxed, more relaxed environment, so they ain't yoking up like they were before. Um, what's this 30-year itch you're talking about, Suave? Okay, so the 30-year itch. Um, after Blood and Guts, a story started to circulate on the internet that an official within WWE stated that the events surrounding Blood and Guts, I guess apparently the match and the finish, uh, set the business back 30 years. <laughs> wow. So, oh, oh, oh. in turn, when the zombies showed up at WrestleMania Backlash, <laughs> Chris Jericho got his Twitter fingers active. And, and you know, <laughs> yeah, trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers, and he decided to say, that set the business back 30 years. And in this particular situation, neither promotion really has the the steady ground underneath them to be pointing fingers. Let's keep it a whole buck here. Blood and Guts is the original War Games. The the blueprint of how Dusty Rose, rest in peace, laid out War Two Games. Rings. Two rings enclosed in a steel cage. Steel cage 20 feet above the ground. This is the original inception of war games. Two men enter, five minutes of, of a beatdown, and then men enter in two minute intervals. Thereafter, when the tenth man enters the ring, then the war games begins. That's the rules of war games. This bastardization that's happened in NXT over the last five years has been good, but it's still been a bastardization nonetheless. Show them how it's done, son. Let's take you back to the streets. I heard a motherfucker saying they made whole. Made Hove say, okay, so make another Hove. Hove just created Hove because you got Dusty there in in uh, in AEW in the form of uh, of uh, both of his kids. Yeah, both of them, Cody and Dusty. <laughs> and that said, both of his kids. That said, on next week's episode, we will preview um, All Out. In which case, Cody Rhodes will be showing up as the American Dream for one night only. Megan Dween, baby. <laughs> the take on Anthony Agogo. <laughs> Ricochet, what what's what's what the hell is happening with Ricochet, man? Uh Rico! Ricochet is probably gonna end up as a United States champion. Hell nah. 
No. Rico, you're going to shit your life away. I'll say it again. Ricochet is probably going to end up as United States champion. Um... No, but what what got Rico in some in some, in some hot water, which is she really shouldn't be. But Rico um, kind of tooted his own horn, and it went it went the, it went awry. Uh, WWE put out a tweet that you know it was just like one of those engagement posts asking you know who's the best high flyer in <laughs> WWE. <laughs> this, is, huh. this is this is why I love and, uh, you on social media, Swab. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> You said, wait, what? I said, this is why I love you being on social media, but keep it going. But yeah, um, yeah. So Rico, you know, he, he tweeted, he tooted his own horn. There's an engagement post we just put out. And um, they asked who's the you know best high flyer in WWE. Somebody said Io Shirai. Because, you know, it's 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 internet culture, especially Twitter culture to take the most obscure entry possible and try to push it as the top option. Yeah, they could have well, said me and got the same result, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he could have said Bronson Reed. And they'll be like, <laughs> you know, well, no one, had, no one's his size that can jump like, and, and they'll come up with a whole case, but it's like, it's centered in troll culture because you know that's not the actual conversation we're having. Shouts out to Bronson right. Reed, the new North American champion. Go ahead. Yes, extra shout out to uh, Bronson Reed. So um, Rico, Rico gets in his bag and says, you know, basically toots his own horn and says, nah, that's, that's me. That's my spot. He didn't say it in a disrespectful way. He didn't disparage uh, Io Shirai. He even circled back around because, you know, someone uh, responded to him and was like, um, basically trying to paint him as the bad guy. Like, why are you doing this? Or why are you saying this about Io Shirai? He's like, no, no disparity to Io Shirai. She's phenomenal. I'm me, though. <laughs> let's keep like, it. Let's keep it a whole buck. Let's, <laughs> keep, let's keep it a whole buck. Are people trying to perpetuate a uh, an agenda while they still forget that Ricochet is still spinning from 2016, jumping off the top of the damn uh, War Games cage? But it, and it's that thing is because it's what have you done for me lately? It's it's mm. I haven't seen it recently, so I don't have a reason to believe that it's true. I wasn't born yet, so it didn't happen in my world. That that whole vibe, and then <laughs> it turned ugly because you couldn't refute what he said. You couldn't refute the fact that he is that guy. That is the thing he has mastered. That's the thing he does better than he does anything else. So then it turned into an attack on his personality. Well so-and-so and he's as boring as such and such that's not the question first of all he doesn't get enough lines on television for you to know whether or not he's entertaining or not he hasn't he's been in catering for the last year and a half if we're gonna keep it a thousand he's been he's been in catering since since lesnar mopped him up matter of fact truth be told raw ain't really been shit since the royal rumble a couple of episodes have been shiny but they've been shiny turds that said, that whole era really since the Royal Rumble, Ricochet. Matter of fact, since the, since since he stopped flirting with going into the uh, the hurt business, Ricochet's career has been on the side of a fucking milk carton. Rico been on the side of the uh, on the service road with his emergency lights on since the last time they went to Saudi with, with a sign that says "Why lie? I need a beer." Jeez, bruh. That was that's a bit much. It's aggressive. That is a little aggressive. I'm I'm scrolling trying to find this original article so I can absolutely quote this correctly. 
the quote quote of the tweet yeah 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 because like there's specific language and i don't want to sell anybody short that's involved well let's do our google uh yes and i'm looking for that now I've got to show them. <laughs> yeah, I would just, I got, I would I just literally going to do that. Let's see. I still don't see. Here we go. Here we go. You got it. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I'll do. I'll just. Uh, we'll, we'll cite the source and everything. Uh. You hear that white noise? Yeah. I don't. We're good over hey, here. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Okay. Yeah, I can too. It's heavy. Okay. No, nah, I'm good over here. Um, mm. All right. So um, from sportskeeda.com, and the title reads, Ricochet deletes tweet about female star after fan backlash. WWE superstar Ricochet has deleted his tweet that targeted former NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai following following major fan backlash. First of all, I disagree with the first line of that because he didn't attack anybody. He didn't target him. Target, right. Yeah. Um, it says, Rico Ricochet recently took to Twitter to respond to a tweet posted by WWE's official Twitter. WWE's tweet asked fans to post their choice for the best high flyer in the company. Ricochet stirred the pot. Look, I don't like that language either. He's not stirring the pot. He's merely speaking up for himself. Uh, Ricochet stirred the pot by stating that there's no one in WWE who can do what he does in the ring. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like that's not even a high. That's not even a highbrow opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact. fact. That is a that is a fact of physics and life. Like if, Rico if Ricochet has a a ring, ring ropes, a cage, a cell, and he runs through a bevy of moves and attempt to play a game of we'll even say a game of pig as opposed to horse. If he wants to play a game of pig, I think he would eliminate everybody, probably with the P, alone. Who yep. could... Ray might give him... Ray is 45 years old. I don't care. You I, need Ray, Ray from, still might... You need Ray from 97. Ray, Ray, is Ray, from 97. Ray has also had 88 knee surgeries. Well, not that many, but... Ray that is part. That like any, but, all, almost everybody else you think can, can hang in that the stratosphere with him is probably going to hurt themselves trying. Trying to. Um, Morrison. Maybe. More, well, I'll give it to Morrison. And if you put Morrison in the conversation, would give, you would have to say Kofi. I was about to say Kofi. Kofi was my next choice. I still don't Kofi, think they got Kofi. The, I, I still don't think they got the set. Nope. Nah, we don't know. Because like, like Morrison, Morrison can do a lot of cool stuff, but I yeah. think Ricochet can take it to that next level up. Like Morrison, because of the parkour element, can absolutely do some ridiculous stuff. I think I still think yeah. I have Ricochet ranked higher. Kofi can fly and he can come up with some cool stuff. And Kofi but, also does parkour because of Morrison. Right. So I would rank him, you know, student under teacher. Right. So but like, Ricochet is still Uno. Like he, I can't because just by just and large, it's not even close. What's that? It's by and large, it's not even close. Yeah, I don't like, know that they have anybody else on their right. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking into the women now. Like who on the women's side can get out there? I don't think Eo Shiraj just gets out there. You know what I mean? 
He's she not wrong. Does, and she, she does a she does a moonsault on a regular basis. She jumps off and stuff. But like, what have you seen her do? It's like, oh my god, no other human being I've ever. She seen just did an inverted four fifty spot. No, she didn't do that. Uh, you know who might be able to do it, but they only let him do certain moves. And I hate saying this, Tez. Montez might actually be able to do some of that. Tez is a ridiculous athlete. I don't know if he has um, the body control that Ricochet has just because of the disparity in height. I think Bianca Belair is I'm, more athletic than Io Shirai on the, on the cool. Yeah, well, know, well Bianca Belair is the prototype. So yeah, athletic is a completely different conversation. This or, 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 acro- or acrobatic. A high flying. Yeah, high flying. A- acrobatic then. I, I think she's also more acrobatic Wait, than Wait, it's a couple of luchadors still running around. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you got Lince Dorado. You got... Um, okay. Oh, go to uh, NXT. That's where all the, all of them are. Uh, Dorado. The, uh, league, the? the League of Del Fantasma. Yeah. I'm, none of them. Not now. Y'all can keep naming them. It's still gonna be no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like we we can the, go through the, the whole only, roster. The only other guy that I've ever seen come close to matching some stuff he did, and that's only because it was choreographed for them to match, was on the spray. Who just, <laughs> yeah. just broke his damn neck. God bless on the spray. New uh yeah. the, the vacant is the new uh New Japan World Heavyweight Championship uh champion. We'll talk about that's another conversation. Uh put that put a pin in that one. Uh, maybe, wait, wait. maybe Matt Seidel, but he he has kind of a habit now of yeah. crashing and burning. He's like yeah. a 50-50 now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. seeing yeah. him fall in TNA off that off that top rope. No, that was AEW. It was at AEW. Yeah, that was that was last year I, all out. I was yeah. terrified. I was like, hey, check on him. Realistically, in the history of the game, we've only seen one other person that could take Ricochet. And that person being Flash Funk <laughs> to Gold Scorpio. Yep, because you got to bring that's it back full circle. The blackest thing that's, you've ever seen. That, that's it. That's the only one you got. Like Ricochet is in the air by itself, so he shouldn't be catching flack from nobody trying to play the inclusion game. Well, from nobody exactly trying to play the death to the patriarchy game. That, Ricochet that's exactly is what just that dude. That's yeah, exactly and that's what, what they're trying to do. They're trying to watch him for that. Hey, nah, man. Nah. Cause, cause and, and, ex- yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, just reading from the article, um, he was he retweeted WWE's initial tweet. So, no one had even mentioned Io Shirai yet. And then he was like, huh. "There's literally no one who can do what I do and how I do. It, period. But I'll let y'all discuss." Cool shades emoji. So then, someone gets in their feelings. Uh, uh, because there's one more than one style of high flying, sir. You don't even do it. Now here, Stop now here's commenting on things you can't do. I hit the bell for that man. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm over. Sh- I wish y'all could see me shaking my head because he's spot on with that one. But yeah, that's that's, what, that's why we just bell. had that conversation before we started taping about something very similar. But. So then, this is where Rico probably makes a mistake, but it's not really a mistake. It's more like um, it's bad social media strategy, but he's totally within his rights and he didn't do anything um, egregious or disrespectful. He responds to that fan and says, and none are as good as mine. Again, <laughs> fact. Then that same fan responded, touche. So you you got out there trying to troll and then you had to cop the plea and take the knee 
and realize, okay, touche. In in that aspect, I can agree. But at Io Shirai is also a phenomenal high flyer as well. She's the best at what she does. But she can't do what I do. Is that's all he's trying to say? She's the best at what she does, but she can't do what I do. Because, oh, no, no. What did he two, say, Swabs? Because he responded back to that. He did. So exact quote. I'm not saying she's not amazing. She one hundred percent is. But I can do everything she can. Probably even better. She can't do what I'm capable of. Not maybe not even half. Come on, again, dude. no lies told. The truth is in the building. This is the Rico I want to see on TV. Put some shades on him and just let him talk good about himself. Who has I done mean, a successful 720 off the top of a fucking cage and not hurt themselves or the other person for that matter? The only person I've ever seen do that is Ricochet. Yeah. So then this is where, you know. People looking to find a reason to cancel somebody or, or just piss on everything is like that's when you know fans started getting involved. It's like uh, one fan tweeted, "People really getting mad as if this isn't hundred percent true. Y'all can't handle a single, y'all can't find a single clip of EO doing something Ricochet can't. It's just facts. True statement. True so statement. then, so someone else who's in their feelings, it's not hard. Says it's not hard to find a clip of EO being charismatic or cutting a good promo, which is two things Ricochet has never done. <laughs> Now you're just now you're just poking a bear. Like that's now yeah, like <laughs> you lost the first bit. Now you want to try to make a side bit. You want to move the goalpost. That's what we refer to it as. That is the exact definition of moving the goalpost. <laughs> like you, we were talking about being high flying. That we yeah, don't we don't do that. Flying. This has so, nothing to so, do with promos or charismatic because Again, hey. Rico ain't on TV. Hey, you can flip. So, you can flip. Yeah, that's cool. You can flip. But can you whoop my ass? Right. <laughs> See, that's what they're going to flip. And they so, probably still when you is. hear this, because I know you probably listen, because they're going to make you listen to this at some point. Fam, call us. We can write you dope promos. They don't let you talk. Because I feel like Rico is a whole mm, every time he opens his mouth. And that's why they don't let him speak. If you know anything about the area that he's from, like I do, Paducah, Kentucky, like it, it not only yeah. not only is it extremely yeah. racist, especially for his skin tone, it's extremely racist. Yeah. But the 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 us that's there, oh, it's it's a, it's a different breed. It's a different breed. It's a different breed. Us. Us a different breed, bro. Like, they cut. Rico, they cut Rico diff- strikes me as the type. They let him. They let him kind of get out there when he was. Kind of back and forth with Sheamus. They let him get out there a little bit. Rico did and damn like, well for himself getting away from there. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, it'd have been a different outcome for Rico. But the thing is, for for the character, forget. Let's let's take the man aside. For the character that we're presented with on a weekly basis, they've never let Rico get out there on the mic and talk his business that he wanted to. Same thing they did with Pot. They had him jumping around and flipping the man that gravity forgot. And it was great, but he couldn't say nothing on the mic. He couldn't be himself. That's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the whole Roman Reigns thing. Like back in 2015, 2016, the only time we even saw a glimpse of greatness out of Roman Reigns was when they when they actually took the uh, took the leash off the microphone when he was having that feud with John Cena. Out north of that, yeah. north of that, the only thing we've seen that's remotely co- close to great is what he's doing right now. Like, did you yeah. have... 
then you have Paul Heyman with the razor, bruh, tighten tighten up his hairline every couple of days, <laughs> every, every couple of days. Man, <laughs> you, see, you see why his, his creative is not gone? You know, like off the rails, and like there's a steady stream of thought. Everything's building to the next thing. Like I'll tell you right now, what I predict to happen. The Mysterios are going to end up losing the tag titles to the Usos by SummerSlam because the whole bloodline will be assembled by then. I agree. Transitional and champions. There, okay. there, and, feel and that is, moment. See, well, and if it they, great. and if the talent if the talent trade with the MLW continues, then uh, we, when they other little cousins show up, we, it's very well possible we can have a whole lot of gang shit going on. That said, that said, MLW has started their draft. This is their first ever draft. Uh, the biggest news coming out of this draft is the signing of a former ROH World Heavyweight Champion. Davey Richards has come out of what seems to be retirement. Davey Richards has been gone uh, from the, the American Wolves or the Wolves for at least four years, maybe longer than that. He's been completely removed from wrestling and is now uh, part of the MOW roster for the July 10th reboot at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. So, on top of that, we also have Marshall and Ross Von Erich, which you expect, Gino Medina, Mills Muertes is now going by King Muertes, and Davey Richards. Those, that's the round one, which happened uh, on yesterday. We have, I think, round two coming today. So, MLW.com, is the, is the website also on YouTube? They're having the draft on YouTube, so just make sure you take a look. I'm sure if they if they pulled out Davy Richards, I'm sure there's going to be some more surprises that, that pop up on this draft. Now, keep this in mind. I keep saying the NXT thing. If this NXT MLW cross uh, cross promotion is true, you could possibly see an NXT signee on MLW. We could also possibly see. Thanks to, to Vince McMahon's denial of uh, Daniel Bryan's request, we could also see Brian Danielson on this. There's a thought for you. Nice. Um, so just keep stay tuned for that. What else do we have here? Oh, um, we'll talk about um, AEW and their move next week because that's going to go more in, uh, along the lines of the All Out preview. Uh, double or nothing is what I'm, I keep saying all out double or nothing is the next pay-per-view and that's going to be in uh, Daly's place in Jacksonville 17,000 fans expected to be in attendance that should be uh, that should be a good return it should be a good visual to see the, the crowd back I mean pandemic's not over but it's sure looking like we're, we're slowing down so thank goodness for that Um, have you guys been watching Dark Side of the Ring at all? I have um Pillman was something I kind of knew a lot about already because I had seen WWE's documentary on them. Um, I saw the Nick Gage episode. Oof. That was um, that riveting. riveting. I guess that's a word. Sure, we'll use that one until I find another one. For for a talent to still be... This was as riveting as New Jack's was when New Jack's was... Uh, New, New Jack was uh, was with us this time last year. You know, he was, he was alive when his episode aired. And Nick Gage by all intents and purposes probably shouldn't be here and in the strange twist of irony we we found out that his brother took his own life after shunning him for the things that he did in his, uh, the, after th- after shunning Nick for the things that Nick did in his own personal life he became a uh, party to those things as well and ultimately led to his demise um but this this last episode 
man, the the collision in Korea. Eric Bischoff, Sonny Ono, and Antonio Inoki yep. got together on a peace mission to put on a wrestling main event two-day uh, extravaganza and arguably the most communist country in the world. Extravaganza! And the only two black people they had on that show was Two Cold Scorpio and the champ Muhammad Ali. AKA Flash Funk. For, for you WWE and, heads. And the greatest. <laughs> Man. Yep. Suave, that, that story, you say Eric Bischoff, I'm sure he talked about the 83 weeks. Um, you Words can't describe how awkward that was. There were so many levels to it. You had... Uh, who all was over there? Ric Flair was there. The Steiner brothers. Uh, Scott Norton. Uh, yes, because Scott Norton is an integral part. <laughs> Hawk uh, of the Road Warriors. Uh, who, who who got into it with Tuco and Scorpio. And Tuco and Scorpio had plotted to murder Hawk. No Lance Archer. While in Korea. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> some OG murder hog. What you? What? You, what? <laughs> you, you, say, young, you young harlot. A- AEW says murder hogs. Two cold Scorpio says yes. You rang. Um, Antonio. Okay, I, 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 I'm gonna do it. Antonio Noki was there. Uh, the great Muda. Um, uh, what's what's my man's name? Uh, Masahiro Chono. Uh, wasn't Vader? Wasn't Vader on this trip? I don't remember this Vader being like on the trip. Very lit 1980s trip. They, this is no. This is not like this is 1995. I know Vader got in trouble in Kuwait in WWE, but I felt like he was on this trip too. No, 1995. He, he had that's WWE. Well, yeah, he could have been because because he's not he's not a um, WWF until like Royal Rumble of '96 and maybe a little bit before that. Plus, Scorpio wasn't even under, under WCW contract. They just wanted him there because Flair, Flair had got him fired. Oh yeah, you know. Um, what was what was your take on the whole Scott Norton situation from what you from what you heard from Bischoff? Absolutely insane. Like (laughs) (laughs) the fact that they have all the phones in the hotel tapped. Like you're staying in a hostel. Like you you're taking people who are making at that time in WCW, you know, everybody everybody on that trip was making six figures. Yes, everybody, for sure, everybody there were making six figures. And and most people are like, you know, touching a quarter of a million dollars. At least. You know, one way or another, either you sign for a quarter of a million, and these are guaranteed contracts. These are not downside guarantees. You're making this money. And this is pre-NWO, um, so Scott Norton isn't even in the main event capacity. He's making six figures because of his friendship with Eric Bischoff. You feel what I'm saying? He's he's touching at least a hundred because no, I don't think anybody was making. And WCW uh, payment records are like you know common knowledge and they're publicly posted. So if we wanted to go find out exact numbers, we could for the time frame. But you're taking people who are are used to living with some level of affluence. Like you touching six figures to do this, you 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 I right. you take yeah. those people. And you you take them, and I well you want to call call it a third world country or just a no it's, you it's, take them to a far it, different yeah it's a first world country I mean they're far advanced it's just you can't do anything it's the part of Korea they went to though 
<laughs> North Korea. No, I know it's North Korea. It's the <laughs> it's the exact destination of where they are. It's like this is not this is not advanced. This is you know we're we're just we're just outside of sleeping outside. <laughs> so they're at this hotel, and I hear uh, how Bischoff describes the hotel like it's 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 you know one room, not not a whole lot of frills. May or may not be a television. Don't necessarily necessarily know if it works if you've ever seen american gangster look at denzel the first time he goes over <laughs> to korea <laughs> that's what i picture it being wow that's exactly how i picture it when i heard eric bischoff tell the story but the phones are tapped so this man calls his wife just to say hey i'm here i'm safe uh I don't really like it here as much. It's a little uncomfortable. Now, mind you, Scott Norton is what? 6'3", 6'4", about 345, 340. Built like a brick shit house. Like chest the size of a truck door. (laughs) He's basically uh, Big Jim the Anvil Neidhart. So think, think about this, Petty. Think about you, Suave, and myself all going on the road and getting a hotel, and we all have our own rooms. We drove a Prius. Yes. I I get out the out, out of my room to go knock on your door. I have to be escorted next door to your room <laughs> with 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 the s with the uh, with the attaché who's with me, right? To yeah. talk to your attaché to get you. And mind you, we traveled together. Right. That's the scenario that they were in. Heightened, heightened level of security. But while on the phone with his wife, not with anyone else. Not with like, you know, Meltzer in a dirt sheet, not some right. unnamed third party. He's talking to his spouse about not being comfortable. He doesn't really like the trip. He almost went to jail. <laughs> he almost died. He almost died in an interrogation room. You feel what I'm saying? Like he got we're talking like to he got for, talk- t- for disparaging, disparaging remarks the against the country. Yeah, I'm not going to Korea. No, well, South, you, you South, South, South decided, is fine. You decided to get in. Uh, you decided to get in your Urkel ho ass feelings and tell your wife that you didn't like it here. So okay, you don't like it here, you can die here. Hey, look, hey, we we gonna, ah. we, we had we had a mixtape. We had a mixtape plan for the day. We're gonna do a dark side mixtape. We, 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 the mixtape we have planned for the day, we'll do next week. Uh, you gotta catch this laugh, man. What? <laughs> yeah, for real. If you don't, you don't like it here. You can die here. Uh, I don't give. I don't no. give a damn if your soup was cold. You don't say shit. Wait, you put your head hey, down. Nice shut up. Wait. So, so Hawk, Hawk, and uh, Tuco Scorpio get into fist fights, right? Multiple in Korea. Wait, nothing happens there. Nah. Yeah, they don't care about two Americans beating the crap out of each other. Here, no, here, here's another one. Here, here's Where's another you? one. One of them's black and the other one bombed my uh, my country. Like I don't care. Petty, <laughs> you better not tell you better not tell nobody outside this country a light bulb ain't working. Petty, ride you know, with me. Your whole freedom is in danger. Petty, ride <laughs> with me on this. One. How many how many people Sight. you think how many people you think were in attendance there? In attendance at the everybody, everybody in the country. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they <laughs> bust people in, and, yeah, here's, like for real. Here's the thing: 100 even and, being in America, I'm not going to speak ill of Kim Jong Il, 
and his family. No. Here's the thing. <laughs> 189,000 per day inside the stadium. And I am going to wrestle for every one of them with the utmost respect. And then I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to go back home. Listen, so... <laughs> No, then it no, ended up being like part of a festival, almost like a, an Olympic ceremony or it, something like it that. Like like it that. wasn't strictly a wrestling event. No, that's how they made it. Was strictly a wrestling event. They turned it into that because of the wrestling event. So like all all of the pomp and circumstance beforehand was because of the wrestling event. So here's what's crazy. <clears throat> here's what's crazy. Um, the late Ricky Dojan. Um, he was basically the the guy that gave Antonio Noki all the game in Japan, right? The yep. big the the reason why he got murdered was because he was originally Korean. He was per- and he was perpetrating like he was Japanese because once he fled uh, Korea, he ended up going to Japan, and they found out that he was actually Korean. So the yakuza knocked him down. This is like the 1960s. This happened. What? Yeah. Go, do your Googles, Ricky. fam. Do, do your <laughs> Googles. This? They knocked them down. Ricky Dojan. Yep. Ricky Dojan. D-O-J-A-N? I no, got it. No, D- D- it's like D-O-Z. Do your Google. I think it's like D-O-Z, D-O-Z-A-N or D-O-Z-E-A or something like that. Ricky Dojan. Just type in WCW Korea after that and I'm, it'll, it'll it out. But the whole reason why Antonio Noki was able to get a pass was because they revered Ricky Dojan. He is the father of Puro Wrestle. Really? Huh. Okay. So, at any rate. Did you just hear what he said, though? <laughs> they were only able to do this because what? Because of Antonio Inoki. They gave him a pass with Antonio Inoki. The, his, the history between North Korea and Japan is North Korea was under Japanese rule until after World War II. So after World War II, the North Koreans despised the Japanese and vice versa. It's like you try to fuck us up, and now we we, we gonna fuck y'all up because we we'll be communists while you guys will be you know in a hierarchy or a monarchy or whatever you want to do over there in Japan. It's up and it's stuck. Katsushi Murata. But check this though. So like we, we're gonna do a mixtape next Jesus. week, which which falls in line with with next week's show more so than the one I'm about to do. We're about Shoot. to we're about to we're about to do a, a, a money mixtape. Okay. Money, money, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I named off a bunch of people that was that were over in North Korea for the the, the collision the collision in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> give give me give me any anybody over there, and I'm gonna give you their salary for in 1996 in WCW. Start with the one that counts: two cold Scorpio. Scorpio wasn't under contract. Oh, okay. Again, he uh, he he had been he, he had he been had fired to, uh, per per appearance rate. He ain't just going to get on the plane and go to Korea for nothing. No, 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 no. no. They, he, they paid him for that show, but they was it was because Antonio Noki wanted him on the show. They paid him to go, but he had already been fired by uh, for WCW. Uh, Scorpio was in ECW at, at ninety six. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. How much does Scott Norton make? Let's start with him. Scott that Norton. Let's see here. What? Scott Norton. Scott Norton, 1996, his salary was $195,328. Incrementally went up to $233,306,384. Over the five-year period in WCW, he was he made $1.13 million. Who else? Easily. Easily. You, uh, you who else is on there? Bischoff. Um, I, he was already picked up, though. 
Give me uh, what was Flair making in nineties ninety five? Well, well, this, this is ninety six yeah. actually, but yeah, so nineteen ninety six. Because right, the only reason that's that's the earliest one I could find. Nineteen ninety six, Ric Flair was making five hundred thirteen thousand dollars, so half a million it a is. year. <laughs> Baby, the lower the so, lowest so those, year. So those are ninety six salaries. Yeah, these are ninety six salaries. Who okay. else is on the show? Uh, Steiner Brothers. Okay, do them. Scott Steiner. Let's see here. In nineteen ninety six, one fifty six. Ah, and really? Yep, Rick Steiner. Oh, let's see here. One thirteen. Ain't no way here you gonna pay me. That's the same. 156. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now you know that went up on, you know that you know pump. you know that went up, right? After after 96. Yeah, went up when he bleached his hair. But no, I'm talking about Scott and, and Rick. Because remember, Rick was the guy that that, that uh, started the Goldberg Street. What? Yeah, do you Google's fam? Wait, I didn't hear what you said. Rick Rick Steiner was the one that started Goldberg Street. Ah, yeah. I thought it was Hugh Morris. I don't think I thought it was I, Hugh Morris. I don't think it was hey. the first one. I thought I thought it was Rick Steiner. Well, that that's well, I guess I do a Google for that one. Give me another somebody else. I don't um, know who else was on there. CWCW. The Mentionable. The Mentionable was on that show. I'm sure he so, got paid three hundred thousand. One oh six. Well, no. Nah. Especially uh, in ninety six. That's, that's like yeah. early. Yeah. Right the Malen- the Malenko guy. I don't know if he went, but let's see if he's if he's listed on here. Ninety six, one twenty eight. Okay, I was like hey, everybody's, ma- everybody's making six figures. You can't take yeah. me anywhere and treat me any kind of way when I can go back home and I'm six figures. I'm six figures in America in the nineties. Here's what's crazy. I'm looking at ninety nine, like Eddie Guerrero in nineteen ninety nine. Five hundred nine thousand dollars. Gang, gang. Rick Flair where? In, 19, where? in ninety-nine. Rick Flair ninety-nine. Twenty thousand three hundred sixty-five dollars. He was on a per appearance rate. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Flair is making twenty twenty racks a show in ninety-nine. No, this isn't. This is a salary. Yeah, but you said twenty thousand. Twenty twenty two zero twenty thousand. That's that's a that has to be a per appearance rate, bro. And think yeah. about think about ninety nine. That was the abuse of power and all that other stuff. Yeah, that's Flair a per appearance Flair rate. Yeah, Flair ain't doing shit on a <laughs> yearly basis for twenty anything. He might have showed up nah, and got twenty grand, but he probably didn't do shit else. That's uh, that's, that's, that's got to be a per appearance rate. Like every I'll, time I talk, it's gonna cost you twenty thousand. Especially when that's Conan fun. was making half a half a mil ticket in the same year. Yeah. I don't think they had negotiated what Flair's actual rate was, because if if Eddie's making Eddie's making five hundred thousand, right? Yep. And he wrestles what two nights a week on TV. Yeah, that's twenty grand per diem. Got to be. Can't, can't be. be if Eddie's else. making five hundred thousand, that means it's fifty-two weeks in a year. He's making what ten a week. Mm-hmm. So that means he's making five every time he show up. And I'm, I'm not. 
it's WCW and you have guys, especially in 99, you still had a bunch of people making upwards of a mil a year. Oh, yeah. There's there, 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 no was, there, there's some stupid tickets on here. Like, if you really yeah. want to, if you want to go through that <laughs> Dude, number. That's a per appearance rate. Like, I just broke down be. Eddie. Eddie's making five every time he show up on TV. Good, you good, definitely giving Rick 15,000 Good try, Terry. 4.6. Bill Goldberg, 5.1. Bret Hart, 2.6. Randy Savage, 1.6. Mil- million? Yes. Yep. Sting, 1.9. Kevin Nash, one point five. Stop, stop. Don't don't rattle it. Bill Goldberg made five point six million for the year. Five point one. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Barry Bloom. Uh <laughs> Money. Luger, one point three. Okay. The DDP, one point three. Holly guaranteed. Rodman, one point two. Fully yep. guaranteed. Yeah, how much did Carl Malone make that year? <laughs> Let's see. I don't even know if he's on this Sharp list. Sharp elbow having that. Nope, he's not on the list. He's not on the list. Okay. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Cats is making easily making seven figures. You're mm-hmm. like like that was that was the whole storyline about it. The Millionaires Club was a real thing. <laughs> Everybody in that club was getting paid a milli or more. So going back to 95, when they went on Collision in Korea, going into 96 pay scale that we have, everybody on that trip makes Making six figures six figures or better. We are you all comfortable. Right. We're comfortable in our home lives. We're probably spending you know a little extra money for the good car, getting the big piece of chicken every day. And you're going to take me to a hostel and with a with a, a TV that you would have to you know change the channel with pliers, and then you're gonna tap my phone <laughs> to what? ensure I'm not giving out government secrets, right? And you and I almost went to jail and was interrogated and damn near died because I said you know I don't really like this. <laughs> uh, and it's a big man for y'all to be beaten up on. It's not like you get a bear hug at least three of y'all at one time. They go no, they ain't nobody gonna try to fight Scott Norton. They gonna inject him with some sort of serum. Man. They gonna inject him with a serum and and draw down on him with at gunpoint. Yo, next week we're gonna come back with that. We will do a uh, you know who ain't gonna win for double or nothing. We'll have a uh, we have what the, the mixtape we're supposed to do this week. We'll do next week. It'd be, I think it'll be more fun next week anyway. Um, and then we'll What's also going on next week. Double or nothing. Wow! Once again, rest in peace, wake Paul Mooney. Me, wake me when it's over. Rest in peace, <laughs> New Jack. Petty Messiah will appreciate you hopping on for this black extravaganza. Swab, do me a favor. Yeah, take us to the house. Pencil pushers, heads up, pencils down.